Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, space, lines and code words, Lippy's first aid kit, creepy Tesco's advert and making a mint from plastic bottles. Now Lippy. Hello. It feels like a very long time since we were last doing this, but it's only two weeks. Yes, I think because it was the Monday we recorded. Oh, it my was, whole, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. my whole week was yes. out of sync. It got to the next, the following Tuesday and I was very confused. Yes, yes. So it's been a week and a, it's only one day extra, but it does feel like mm. a very long time. It and really a lot's has. happened and a lot of good things have happened too. Yes. But we'll start off with from the previous episode and as usual, a missive from the Screaming Tomato down under. Not that there are any other sorts of Screaming Tomatoes located anywhere else in the world. <laughs> Churches, Screaming Tomato says, I remember seeing a deconsecrated church in Torquay repurposed as a snooker hall. That'd be quite good. Oh, I like good. it. And we spoke about the Eagles tribute band at the church mm. in Farncombe. And Screaming Tomato says, a church would give more meaning to Bon Jovi's living on a prayer. (laughs) It would, it would. Then goes on to say about cars left idling. His neighbour has a V8 ute, which is a Australian term for basically a pickup, small pickup truck. Oh, yes. I actually knew that. I knew that. Very good indeed. He lets it idle at 4am most mornings. Apparently he's a plumber and he's off to a care facility and that would be a big old. Yes. I, if it was a a 4am issue, I would not be quiet about that. They would be getting a letter through their door. What I don't understand is they, I'm assuming, I know the weather can flip in Australia, but presumably they're just coming out of summer into autumn. So it's not ice on the windscreen they're trying to defrost so quite why it's running i don't know who knows maybe you could Mm. could go and ask him but i would imagine there'll be some sort of altercation so maybe not no another good news from last week is i actually updated the website for the first time in over a year so still there's still a massive gap but yes it has been done we're getting there now we've had uh, a number of trips out uh, mostly good with one mm. slightly unpleasant experience which i'll come on to first one which was just after we recorded last week's was a trip to the mullard space laboratory yes which is in the surrey hills and it was such a good evening it it wasn't long enough it was so so good uh they've been doing a lot of work with a camera they call PanCam, which is going to go on top of the next mars rover the name of which Ooh. i cannot remember and they've developed this all over oh, six, seven years, I think it is. And everything from the electronics to the case that it goes in and the amount of testing of restrictions they have with this. So if most people are approaching this who have no experience of putting stuff into space, yes. they'll probably get, well, we'll get a, a, uh, image sensor from a iPhone because those mm. are very good. Mm. Or an Android, because those are even better. And you put it in this box and you'd send it off. But, oh, you can't do that. Um, one of the reasons is, is you have a very small window when you can transmit the photos you've taken to the satellite that we've put around Mars that then transmits so it then, to the Earth. Yes, that makes sense. The only thing that makes sense in there is a one megapixel camera. 
Like a proper yeah. old school camera. A very old school camera. Oh. So, so I was well, going to say, go, you could use a GoPro. You probably Isn't could. Isn't that what GoPros are basically built for? Yeah, but it's too, too much data. And I remember reading this about the Grand Tour, that they when they do lots of foreign trips, they have lots of cameras in the car, and they're all recording at 8K. It's so much footage. It's just mm. so much data. They can't cope with it. So they have a button in the car now to turn it on and off. So they're not just yes. recording driving for hours on end that's good so real problem the case was was so interesting because they machine it from a block of aluminium so they they use a tool to create all the ridges and that to give it strength and then somehow they managed to cut the inside out they don't do it it's another company that does it and chops the bottom off and then that's welded back on using dry ice or something Oh uh, yeah, I was not using a rod or uh, any sort of filler. It's, it's something else. Technology involved is amazing, but what's inside is really old school. So you've got very resi- uh, radiation resistant components, and mm. um, you know a bunch of stuff that's quite old, but br- uh, brilliant. And the people there are so passionate, and I don't mean in yes. the apprentice type. Oh, I'm <laughs> passionate about business. They really, really love their jobs. They know their stuff. They do know their stuff, and I did ask if there were any vacancies as we left, and there are none. Ah, I can't imagine it's a job that's willingly left. No, but I, I was prepared to often. do anything. I actually going around fixing the doors and things like that, so sort of janitor type oh, like position you know, would yes. be perfect. But yeah, um, you'd be good at that. Uh, low pop, maintenance. Yeah, that sort of thing. Putting doors back on, holding stuff, cleaning stuff, yeah. all those sorts of things. Yeah, be very, very good indeed. Yeah. If you get the chance to go, they have this, I think, sort of every three to four months, but it is a very small number, so it's quite hard to get on there. But they will, if you apply and you don't get on, they'll put you on a list, so you will eventually uh, go. So it's worth... So are you planning on going again? I don't want to take somebody else's place, but I would like to go again, maybe in a year or so, when their their focus is, is on something different. Because there's mm. lots of things, it's not just... Yes. Not just Mars rovers, they do. The lady that was hosting it, Dr. Lucy Green, she's a sun specialist. Oh. So, yeah, there's a whole load of stuff around that. And they have a whole load of PhD students as well, which is really good. And they're, they're really, cool. really communicative. They're not. Yeah. There was one room full of nerds, I have to say, <laughs> which we didn't go in. <laughs> but the. You didn't want to get nerd cooties. Well, I, there would have been some envy, I think, and mm. um, and lots of whiteboards with stuff written on it. You just look at it and you go, "I know." What on idea earth does that I say? No <laughs> but uh, it was superb. Just a little bit too short. I, I could have quite happily wandered around there for another couple of hours and conversations with people. And then a couple of days later, we went to the local art centre to see a Fleetwood Mac uh, tribute act, which mm. and they were brilliant. They were really, mm. really good. Unfortunately, we left halfway through and yes. the reason we left was people talking i just i i've never experienced anything like it so we were stood at the back which is never the best place for people having the odd matter and normally mm. you, you go to the front and you avoid it so after a while and asking people not to be not to talk which they ignored we moved forward and we discovered there was a group of three ladies stood in front of the speaker having a conversation i i did I just... So they were in front of us, and then behind us were two other ladies facing one another. So one of them had their back to the stage, mm. jabbering. And it wasn't about music or anything related to it. It was like you were at the towards the back of the festival. 
where yes. you know lots of people are talking, they're having a drink and all that. And I understand that, and that's but that's not appropriate in a venue that's got two hundred people. And also, why are you there if you're just like, going to have a chit chat? Yeah, just put the CD on at home and have a chit chat. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's rude to the people around you, and it's very rude to the band. And the problem was, every time the music got a little bit quiet or there was a gap between them, all you, all could, you hear could hear was talking. Mm, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. So as we left, I went to the booking office and said, look, we're going, and this is the reason. I said, oh, you can't go. They're so fantastic. I said, I quite agree. They are fantastic. So they took us up in the balcony where there's a little bit of limited seat, but it was just as bad up there. Mm. But one of the marshals up there he was obviously getting very cross about the whole thing and he eventually stood up and he said right i'm going to sort this out and off he went <laughs> and then he came back about 10 minutes later and he said they won't do anything silly they should kick people like that out because they'll stop the people that go regularly from going and they won't be people that go regularly so they're just losing out yeah it is if you don't deal with it you'll end up with the regulars not coming and also the band's not going. I mean, it's the yeah. first time that band's been there. And I don't think they'll come back because you could see on their faces as they're stopping between songs. They mm. just go, what is going on? Yeah. Really, really rude. But there are a few articles about it. People moaning about people talking. And also some of the reasons why. And some of it is bigger venues is you'll get the people at the back possibly have come um, as they may be reporters there may be some connection with the band mm. so they've seen it all before so they're not that fussed about watching it to my mind they shouldn't be there they need to be somewhere yeah. else uh, and other venues where it's been a problem the venue st- at the beginning says look if you'd like to talk please go to the bar it'd be much more comfortable and you won't affect the people around you and that's what's going to happen that sort yeah. of thing and i understand it's Definitely. difficult to turf people out but it's not difficult to ask them to but desist. they're being just as rude so yeah i know i know it's it's ridiculous the problem is now we're not going to go back to that venue mm. i don't uh, possibly some... ever again for yeah. that which is a shame because it's a local one it's small and it needs the support but but it was a bad, very bad experience it was a bad experience mm. Rant done. <laughs> rant, well, rant done, yes. We did go and see a Pink Floyd tribute band last Which looks very blue. Gone. <laughs> yes, it wasn't so much pink. And they were brilliant, I think. And I've seen a lot of Pink Floyd tribute bands. And I think they were the best I've seen. Ooh. They were, were very, very good. And there's, there's two one. ways you judge it. Very bold is a saxophonist mm. who, from various tracks. And then there's one track on Dark Side of the Moon called The Great Geek in the Sky, where it's a bit of wailing rather than singing necessarily, but it's if that if they nail that, the wailing's good. The wailing was brilliant, <laughs> um, but the individual musicians were were just superb. We were right up in the top circle, so looking down on the stage, which is is really good because you can see how the musicians react. And mm. uh, it was interesting watching the drummer, and I'd not seen some from of that the stroke yeah from that angle you mm. do you pick up quite a bit which is quite good so that was mm. very good but there were people behind us that kept nattering every now and then which is a bit annoying but th- again what they were doing they're waiting for their favorite tracks and then yes. you didn't hear a peep out of them so mm. yeah, but it wasn't too bad but you they begin weren't constantly nattering wasn't constant and you do begin to be a bit oversensitive about it which i recognize so anyway mm. no harm done so that was very good <laughs> and then we just got back from a trip to Longleat. In the you have band. been all we have. over the place we've, you we've two. gone from doing nothing to everything 
it feels literally like. everything and not like and pretty random things as well might i add yes some of these have been booked for quite a long while it has to be said. yes but uh, very good we went to we took the electric bikes with us recent purchase and our plan was to cycle from the campsite which is in the grounds of Loglead. in fact it backs onto the lake so six o'clock saturday morning mm. seals wake up they're up. Oh, Every- yes. Sorry, sea lions, not seals, sea lions. sea lions. They wake up, everybody's up. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that actually yeah. from when we stayed years ago. Yeah, it was a long while ago. Mm. So anyway, so we had booked as a treat the VIP tour of the safari park, yes. which was superb. It's not cheap, but it's worth every penny. And actually, mm. by the time you take, oh, well, actually, well, you get admission included that for the day. Yeah. And you get tea and cake. And you, get a, and you get the, the um, uh, souvenir brochure thing. So actually, it's, it's reasonable. You do get yeah. quite a lot. And you get, we had, it was nearly two and a half hours, actually, of driving yeah. around in a Land Rover being, you don't see anything that you would not see in the car, but you get a brilliant insight into the individual animals. Mm. And Do you go at feeding time as well? The lions and tigers are fed twice or three times a week. And they'd just been fed. So they most of them were out gnawing That's on bones, good. which is quite interesting. Yeah, because sometimes you don't see the bigger cats because they go off and hide. And yes. the wolves. Oh, the wolves were all over the place. They were um, very wolf-like. <laughs> anyway, so to go back to the Friday, what we decided, we'd cycle up to where the VIP place was, see if there was mm. somewhere we could leave the bikes, because it's about half a mile oh, so you or so. Do that. From, yeah. Yeah. So we turn up there, and they're just finishing for the day, and we said, oh, we're here tomorrow. Is there somewhere we could leave our bikes? And they said, well, where are you coming from? So we're on the campsite. Oh, no, we'll come pick you up. So they came pick us up. brilliant. Lovely. And we planned to have dinner on the Friday night in the Bath Arms, which is just out on the outskirts of the, the park. Mm. And we said, oh, can you get there by going that way? And sort of around. He said, well, strictly speaking, not. But, you know, nobody's going to stop you. And then you join... Well, the thing is, you go through a bit of the estate. Then Not you join... accidentally through a lion's No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's alongside. We and just skip through those. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. And then you go along a cycle path and you end up going through an archway and you're right by the pub. And the nice. pub is part of the Longleat Estate, but it's mm. run by another company. Okay. Highly recommended. They went, oh, yeah, yeah, food's really good there. We'd only go there if we got family down. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. So we did that and had a very, very pleasant meal there. Came out. It was now dark and it's raining. Problem is rain. Oh, no. Um, so we, we cycle off down towards the house, which is all lit up and it is it's majestic. It, it was a mm. fantastic sight. And we have two choices. You either follow the cycle path for about a mile and a half in the dark and the wet through the lanes and end up at the campsite. Or you yes. think, well, actually, I could just nip through here and then join the road by the campsite. Yeah. So we did that. And, of course, what happened, this man appeared from nowhere. <laughs> I thought he was picking up litter, but I, I'm not so sure now. And he, he said, well, what are you doing? We said, well, we're, we're going to the camp. You're off the cycle path. You've got to go around to the back. I went, oh, yeah, we weren't too sure about that. You went, no, no, that's that's the route, and it will mm-hmm. take you out. And I said, it's about a mile and a half round. I went, oh, okay. All right. He said, where you come from? We said, oh, the Bath Arms. Oh, well, that's all right then. As if this is some sort of magic <laughs> word that it opens 
the keys we've to Longley. We've been in the pub, mate. It's fine. We've been, well, we've been in your pub. That's the thing. Oh, it's part okay. of their yeah. It's part of their estate. Mm. If we'd been to another pub, we probably would have been turned away. And he went, yeah. no, 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 just go through. You're absolutely fine. So that was <laughs> love that. that was, yeah, very funny. You indeed. can't come this way unless you've been in our pub, and then you can. <laughs> well, if you use the words Bath Arms, it seems to open all, all sorts of things yeah. up. So if you go to Longleat and you get into a bit of trouble. Bath Just arms. say you've been at the Bath Arms. Bath Arms. I've been at the Bath Arms. They've given me a baby Guinness and now I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, quite. <laughs> yes. Yes, rather a lot was consumed, which was, well, by me, because wife of Grumpy decided she was going to stop drinking wine after a glass. Oh. Because she'd had two glasses before. Oh, I see. Okay. Anyway, the Caravan and Motorhome Club site, that was very nice. We've been there a couple of times. Yes. The, the toilet blocks are so lovely and warm, which was mm. just as well because we ran out of gas and I couldn't get the connector into oh, the no. new gas bottle. It just wouldn't turn. I think it's something's ruined the thread on there. So we managed to borrow a kettle because we had electric hookups so we could make hot drinks, but there was mm. no heating. So Cold. Very, very cheap weekend. It wasn't too bad, but it was a bit, bit chilly. But in the toilets are a number of very odd signs. So on the back of the cubicle doors, there was one about speeding <laughs> oh. and various other bits and pieces. But there was odd use of capitalization. That's the only, only way I can put it. So there was one about you can have barbecues, be mm. there charcoal or gas, mm. but you can't have a wood fire. So it says there's no burning of wood. And then after that, every first letter was capitalized. And then it changed again. It was very odd. <laughs> very odd indeed. I don't know what's going on there. So I feel like that's one person started that sign and another person finished it. <laughs> yes, it did feel a bit like a cut and paste frenzy mm. with the inability to keep the uh, caps lock button in the correct position, yes. which we've all done. Yes, and I've been t- tipped up in a way and then realised halfway through a sentence I'm fully capitalising everything. Yeah, oh yes, yes, done that a few mm. times. Um, I've got a keyboard that switches between computers and quite often I'll be typing away again. Oh no. no and I have had a few disasters with that. So I do have to be careful. So the last thing I'm going to say on the long leak trip was yes. on the way back mm. on the Sunday, we planned to go into the house, but you can't do that on its own. You've got to buy a whole day ticket, which was, was silly. Pointless. Well, you've got to buy a whole day ticket and then pay another fiver to go around the guided tour on the house. So we decided not to do that. We thought, oh, well, no, we'll do stop at Stonehenge. So mm. wife of Grumpy went there when she was about six. And I don't think I've ever been there, but I'm not entirely sure. I've driven past it many times. So we stopped and it's a brand new visitor centre. It's really smart. Loads of parking, loads of camper van parking with the coaches. Nice. Really mm. good. So we popped in there. We had a very nice pasty. And oh, then we thought, right, well, we'll go. We've got time. Just go for a walk. Come back before we have to go to Pink Floyd. So off we went, looked at the prices, £27 each. To so walk around? Yep. So to walk outside? No, yep, £27 each. It's a lot cheaper if you book in advance, but it's still 20 quid each, depending on the That's day of the week. mad! To literally go and look at some stones in the ground. Yeah, that really nobody owns. And there's a whole grisly story of Heritage England mm. and Tracy. So it started by the government and then it's been spun off as a charity. And they're just charging far too much in my view. But apparently, yeah. and I looked into this afterwards, there is a footpath that runs within a metre of the path on one side of the stones. So oh, actually, you could, that, actually, yeah, you could walk along yeah. for free 
and stop and look at them. And you're only about a metre. You can't walk all the way around them, unfortunately. No. But the good news is it's free on the summer solstice. Ooh. It'd be cool uh, to go at summer sol- solstice. Yes, it would. However, I, yeah, I watched the winter solstice online. Mm. And it was massive amounts of people. Yeah. So I don't know what they do about parking. And and the possibility of a lot of nudity. Not in the winter, and I think it's frowned upon. Whereas, go back to the 60s, there would be <laughs> a fair bit of it. But um, I suspect not anymore. Mm. Anyway, enough about me. Yeah. You've been building something to take with you on honeymoon. I have, because, because, because... We are one month and one day away from the wedding, which is terrifying. It is a bit because I'm still working on my speech and I've got some clothing to buy. Clothing? Well, I need to get a shirt. Oh, yes. And I need to get some shoes. Oh, okay. And Did you not get, do you not get a shirt as part of your ensemble? No, you don't. And I, I want a very long one because I got a shirt with my other dinner suit, mm. but it's too short. Yes. And that may be because of a bulge just above the belt. <laughs> or it might be because I'm a bit tall. And I go with the latter. But anyway, yes, I, I, you're a bit tall. Yes. Anyway, I, I distracted you. Well, you have a month and one day. Yes. But then that also means I have a month and four days before my honeymoon. And being ridiculously accident prone... I have created or have started the process of making my honeymoon first aid kit. Very, very good. Um, I am a bit worried I'm forgetting some things and there is some things I still need to add in there. But for the most part, I think I'm pretty good. So for normal things, I've got some sanitising hand wipes. Useful. Some waterproof plasters. Very good. Some bite spray. and a, Oh, yes. Yeah. And a like more... An afterbite pen that's meant to be better than that. Some antihistamines. Good. Along with my other antihistamines that I'll take (laughs) as my stuff. But that's like emergency antihistamines. And then, what else have I got? Sun cream, which I don't know why I've packed it already, but I've packed it already. But then I kind of started going a little bit rogue, right? Oh, well, that's... Yeah, but the rogue stuff is This is, is often the useful. case of emergency stuff. Because yeah. in my mind, I'm like, I don't know how you buy things in Hawaii. No. No. Like I yeah. So not too rogue. We've got some Rennies. Good. Yes. So that's good. We have um, a little pot of wound wash saline in case I was going to I was gonna suggest that. That's very good. And if you get something in your eye. Yes. Some dust or sand in your eye. Yeah. That's very good for that. I've got some first aid tweezers. Also useful. Some first aid scissors. Are they round-ended? They're not. They are just child scissors. Oh, they are round-ended. They look like uh, oh. scissors from a St. John first aid kit. They will be, yes. Yes. And also yes. the tweezers. Yeah, I thought I recognised them. I've got one of those yep. here. <laughs> uh, Bongella. Yes. Don't really know why, but I thought we might need it. Um, ibuprofen gel. Yes, very good. Because that is good. Yes. I haven't got paracetamol or ibuprofen yet, but they will go in. I need to get some. Are you okay taking this into other countries, though? I don't see why not. Well, because they might say you can't. Well, I'll have to Google that, won't I? Yeah, I mean, more the things with drugs. 
I mean, the other I stuff, see. presuming well, it's in the hold, will be okay. Yes, because then I also have Imodium. Yep. And Diorolite. Well, it covers both. Well, same both end, ends. But both ends. Yes. <laughs> well, no, the same end, but... Uh, same end, but both scenarios. Both <laughs> and then I also thought I might need... I've got a triangular bandage. Yeah, that's always useful. Yeah. I've also then got a sterilised gauze pad. Yep, very good. And uh, there was another bandage, another... I'm moving away from the microphone as I'm yes, saying Yes, you're this. a bit, yes. <laughs> I've also then got a PBT bandage. Oh, I don't know what elastic. that is. So it's, it's got a gauze already in it. Oh, very good. And then it's good. a wrap. So it's like, it holds it on better. Very good. So currently that is my first aid kit. I will be adding paracetamol and ibuprofen. I will now also be Googling to make sure I can take it all with me. Well, it's only the drugs, potentially. I think the rest of the stuff will be fine mm. because it is just cloth, isn't it? It's sticky stuff. There's, there's yeah. two things I would add to that, which oh, are yeah. strips. Oh, yes. Because uh, they don't take up much room and they are, can be quite useful. And also yes. a space blanket. Oh, I didn't think about a space blanket. Now, I bought a load of them a while back. We've got loads in the first aid kit in the van. I've only got so, five here. I'll probably just pinch oh, them from here. Yeah, if you've got five, that's probably oh, yeah, enough. Quite a lot of those. Yeah. But oh, that's very good. I, I am very proud you are taking a first aid kit. Well, uh, like I said, I am extremely accident prone. There's a first aid kit in my house. There's a, f- a s- separate full first aid kit in my car. So I have to take yeah. some sort of first aid kit to I, I don't think you can have too many first aid kits in no. in so many places. It's it's really, yeah. really important. Exactly. And then also I feel like you don't I don't want to feel horrible on holiday, so like a Rennie's good yeah. <laughs> Daralite and Modium. Yeah. Absolutely. Well these things happen. Yeah. You hear of people yeah. who go on holiday and then don't go out the room for three days because they Because they they're sick. Well, mm. can't trust a fart. Yes, exactly. If there's any suggestions of what else I need other than now Steri strips and yes, absolutely uh, a blankie, I'll take yes. it. Not a blankie, but you know what I mean. Yes, <laughs> podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk for your Thank first you. aid kit suggestions. And often the suggestions are based on the fact that they needed something and Whilst it wasn't in there. the kit, which is how we've mm. ended up with the um, saline. You know what I should put in there. Safety pins. Safety pins. Those are always useful. Yes. I've got a big old packet of those. I'll yes. Get um, I was also informed that Steri strips were actually needed the other day in the grumpy household. Yes, you are right. And yes. it was hidden from me. It was for various reasons that are mm. fairly obvious. Having, you having issued a no accident diktat, then, um, <laughs> yes, the horse whisperer had a coming together with the mouth of one horse. of the horses accidentally <laughs> and ended up with um, what appeared at first sight to be a small scratch on her head, but actually... Mm. Uh, it was a big give, old hole. Well, hang on a minute. Let's warn you, listeners, if you're oh, squeamish, sorry. stop listening for 10 seconds, mm. down to the skull. You can listen again now. Safe. It was uh, so she went to A&E. Wife of Grumpy took her to A&E and um, they, uh, the guy looks at it and they left, they're about nine o'clock, I think. And it must have been end of shift because he's, because 
went in and within 10 minutes the guy called her in and he said look i'm just about to finish i can fit you in because i can see it's not very much she said why have you come it's a scratch and he went she went it's hurting a lot and i think it's a bit deeper and he looked at him yeah. oh my god it is yeah so cleaned it out and stereo stripped it and um and it's healing nicely actually it's there's a faint That's line good. there so yeah. it'll be gone in a month's time but one month and one day <laughs> i can't i can't be sure it won't happen again in the next four weeks it's i do think the the horse that's mouth she had on her face it's not the first time it's happened by accident but he does seem to be very skilled at getting it in exactly the same place yes that's very true (laughs) which her hairline does cover her hair would cover that so i think we're good oh yeah you'll be fine it'll be gone by then it's healing phenomenally quickly i would like to mention though when i saw what was on her head after nobody telling me anything, I was I was very confused about what it was. Um, I didn't once mention the wedding or the fact I had said not to get injured. I made no, sure she was well, okay we first. Were, none of us were brave enough to mention it to you. <laughs> Kept it to ourselves. Have you seen the new advert for Tesco? I have not. With the no. funny faces. Oh, it's horrible. It's, I've heard it's not pleasant to watch. It's really weird. You look at it and you go, that is very, very unsettling. Mm. Um, essentially, if you own a club card, you're happy. So it puts a cartoon happy face over the top. But it looks more like you're either going to rob a bank or you're going to eat somebody. It's it's the opposite of happy. It's completely creepy. And, it, and I find it disturbing, if I'm honest. Yeah. And I don't want to see it anymore, Tesco. I'm going to have a look quickly. But, oh, my God. Yeah, see That's what I mean? Terrifying. It is terrifying. Have you heard of the film called Smile? No, can't say it I have. Reminds me of that. Not Smile. Truth or Dare? No, I've not heard of that either. Yeah, and it's there's this very similar looking face. It's creepy. Creepy, creepy. Yeah, so Tesco, no more of that. And please no. don't. The other advertising agencies, just don't. Don't. Yes. Don't use it anymore. Now, when I was a lad many, many, many decades ago, <laughs> on the odd occasions you had lemonade or pop, as it tended to be called then, Ooh, you, it came in a glass bottle. And you mm. drank the drink and you took the glass bottle back to the sweet shop or where it came from and you'd get Ooh. a few pence back as a deposit, which is a great idea because, as our cousin talks about, the wine expert, mm. there's a talk about recycling and reuse. And yeah. this was reuse, which is much more environmentally friendly than recycling mm-hmm. because you haven't got to crush it all down and remake it. You just clean it, fill it, yes. job done. Don't understand why it's not being done now. Anyway, the Scots... It's done, it is done in Tanzania. It's not here, though. No, that's not here. No. And in France, I don't know if it's still the case, but you used to go into the local supermarket with your bottle and they would fill it up with the local wine. And then, so you'd have a... Oh, yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a few years ago, but it, and it was always great wine as well. So yeah, cheap. and you'd pay basically nothing for it. It was probably cheaper than, in fact, it was cheaper than the um, Box of Perrier wine. or Evier water. Oh, was it? Mm, yeah. Well, they do drink wine like it's water in France. Indeed. And quite rightly, not knocking it. Anyway, in Scotland, they've decided to apply this process to plastic bottles, which on mm. the surface seems like quite a good idea. However, I saw a picture today of a gentleman with a bottle at the machine putting Mm. the bottle in but he's got a bit of string on the bottle 
So as soon as it's recognised it and paid his 20p, he pulls it back out again and puts it back in. And somebody else has calculated if you could do six is six seconds per bottle, ten bottles a minute. If you did a ten-hour shift five days a week for fifty-two weeks, it's a bit extreme. How much do you reckon you'd make? Three grand. Three hundred and twelve thousand pounds. Oh it's 120 pounds an hour. I mean, obviously, it's a bit extreme because you yeah. would want to have a bit of time off. And presumably, in that 10 hours, you've got to go to the loo and have some food. So it's, yeah. it's, it's irrelevant, really. And I mean, if you're not paying tax, you don't need to earn that in a year. Well, whether the machine actually had 20, enough 20 pences, I don't know. You'd have to wait for it to be refilled. This is interesting because the picture that came with the tweet, is, is that's not English. That looks like french mm. they must catch on though that they go to refill the 20 peas and empty the bottles and there's neither it looks like you get a voucher rather than 20p so the whole thing's a bit bit nonsense really but mm. I, I thought that was quite funny that's a typical cartoon thing where you push it in and pull it out with a string that's yeah. uh, that's brilliant now going back to spacey things monday was the spring equinox and i hadn't realized the equinox and there's two of them in a year is the only time of the year when day and night are almost exactly equal over the whole world. Oh, Didn't realise that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how far they are apart, but um, that's quite an interesting thing. Ah. So we now are headlong into spring. So when do the clocks go forward? This Sunday. Oh, no. I don't need to lose an hour. (laughs) Many years ago, when I worked for a company that had a computer room, when we had big mainframes, the operators worked on a Saturday night into Sunday as part of their normal shift. So one of them worked on uh, the spring uh, clocks going forward, so lost an mm. hour. And he said, um, how, do, how do I get it back? And he went, oh, no, it's the other way around. Sorry, he, he worked in the autumn. So he worked an extra hour, but of course that didn't appear on the timesheet because he's put from yes. seven till seven. Yeah. He said, but I've worked, I've worked 13 hours. So <laughs> the data processing manager said to him well what you need to do is to make sure you work next spring when the clocks go forward and then you'll and then get you- the hour back and he looked at him and went oh okay well, that's all right and off he went <laughs> <Seven minutes later. laughs> back. no 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 just add an hour on yes <laughs> just- yeah <laughs> i love it just i'm just happy yeah i'll take it okay yes. that's a solution <laughs> thanks <laughs> you've given it, me a solution it did make sense Oh, funny. Now, there's an extra bit I was going to add for this week. I don't think I'll do it every week, but it's Chat GPT Corner, because I am now becoming quite obsessed by this thing. Are you? Yes. And interestingly, I was doing a little bit of work last week uh, to do with extracting data from a database, and I couldn't mm. work out the best way of doing it. I think you were here. Were you here? Yes. Yes, you were here. Yes, because you asked Wife of Grumpy. I, I did, and she came up with an answer. Um and um so anyway what i found is actually trying to express what you want can be really difficult Mm. and particularly if it's a technical problem and actually what it came up with was complete nonsense i mean it worked but it didn't was nowhere near the solution i i wanted but what i'm seeing is it's it's very very good at the english and the language i presume it's available in other languages as well but it not necessarily correct so it's it's it gives a good story yeah but it's bluffing half the time <laughs> it's pulling know. it out of its behind <laughs> and, and one of the 
solid columns of of any sort of computer development is a uh, is a website called Stack Overflow, and they've banned any answers generated by AI because oh okay because there's the advantage of Stack so Overflow what? is that people have asked a question and go, well, I've done this and this is the way I did it. Got and you. somebody else will say, well, I tried that, but actually this is a better way. So you've got some mm-hmm. sort of conversation going on there, which having one answer coming from artificial intelligence doesn't give you. No, yes. No, yes. But we no, are now seeing our AI wars. So obviously ChatGBT has come out, there's a Google one, and there's... Uh, one that's being worked into Microsoft Bing. Mm. So it is full-on with the AI wars. Uh, And interestingly, Spotify have bought a company called Sonatic, which is uh, some sort of AI platform. Mm. Uh, What what they're bringing out is this uh, sort of personal radio. So it works out the things you want to listen to, and it plays them with some sort of AI introduction in between them. So it is like listening to a radio station, but presumably all the records that it thinks you want to listen to. And it yeah. already does that to an extent. So you get a daily mix that appears on there mm. already. But actually, I was thinking about this. What I want from Spotify is to give me music that I've never listened to that I might like. But knows I would like. Yeah. Not stuff that I have listened to and no. it knows I like. Things that I might like because that's mm. how you discover new stuff. So yeah. I think... It's still got quite a long way to go. So, Lippy, we've prattled on long enough. It's top tip time. A top tip in which I have not just made up on the spot. Really? Fantastic. Really? Magical. (laughs) My top tip is relating to what I've already said today, is if you're going on holiday, make yourself a first aid kit bag and take it with you. That's, That's a very tip. good top tip. It is a little on the weak side, if I'm honest. But Thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll forgive you that. In, an extension for the top tip, though, is to check you can take the medications into the country <laughs> because I wasn't going to do that and I, that could have ended badly. I know because I've had medications for various things for many years that they recommend you take the physical packets with you mm. rather than just the sort of the plastic tab thing. So yes, they, so they can, can see your see name exactly and address on it. it. But if it's over the counter medicines and you know, quite frankly, other countries are, some of them are tighter and some are looser in terms of legislation. It's always worth checking. So my fact of the week came from the Mullard Space Laboratory trip. Oh. The Mars rovers that are built are built by NASA in their Jet Propulsion Laboratory. And they come emblazoned with NASA stickers on, as you would imagine. Mm. And the Jet Propulsion Laboratory said, we'd really like to put a JPL sticker on the side of it. And that's going, nope, not having any of that. Nope, you're not doing that. You're not advertising. So anyway, so they built this thing and obviously they're testing it in on Earth on this sort of simulated Mars landscape. They look at it and says, what does it say in the tracks? And the engineers had cut JPL into the wheels of the rover. Love so that. as it went across the, the, um, the Earth, it was leaving JPL as a trail. And of course, because they don't change stuff, once it's built, they really don't like changing stuff. Didn't do it. Nailed it. Absolutely yep. nailed it. Yeah. As the, the lady there said, never tell an engineer you can't do something. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 
You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.